Hello again, this is Joni Scott, and welcome to In the Secret, where we are going to be taking a look at Psalm 91. Today we are in verse 3. I want to start by telling you a great headline I heard today um, on an article put up by the Babylon Bee. It said, God to ignore quarantine and continue being everywhere. That cracks me up. The Babylon Bee is actually like Christian news. It's done. It's satirical. But this time, it wasn't satirical. I thought it was right on. God is not going to ignore that quarantine. and We can have confidence. He's still everywhere. Uh, Today, I have had to practice what I have preached lately. The first case of coronavirus was confirmed in my area. And I expected that, but somehow it kind of shook me up. My husband works in healthcare, and I found myself sort of going down that road. Like, what is that going to look like? What is he going to go through? What if he contacts it in the facility where he's at? It's not a pretty picture. Well, I turned to my morning devotional, and it was on Matthew 6, verse 34. Take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will take thought of itself. And then that same verse was in a book I was reading. It was just a great reminder that God goes before us and he sees our tomorrows. He's always there with a plan for tomorrow. It's like he was saying to me, you just relax, honey. I got this. Well, let's take a look at Psalm 91, verse 3. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. You know what's a noisome pestilence? Fear. Fear is loud and it's pesty. It's like a mosquito in our ear bothering us and keep trying to swat it away and it keeps kind of showing up again anyway. And all we can do is run and hide in our shelter, the shelter that is the Lord. And there are days I have to run back into that shelter over and over again. Find that peace with God, come back out, and then maybe, you know, here we go again, more fear. I am super grateful for Psalm 91 because I can keep returning to it. And it reminds me, God is my God and I can trust in him. Psalm 91, verse 3 starts with the words, Surely he will deliver you. I have to stop right there. Surely? Really? Surely? A God? I know a Christian man who died suddenly in a motorcycle accident. I know of Christians who are being persecuted throughout the world. I know some have been killed for their faith. I know a woman who's been crying out to you for healing. She loves you and she's trusting you, and yet there's been no relief. And yet your word says, surely he will deliver you. I've thought a lot about healing through the years. I have to say most of the time, uh, I have seen people healed and delivered and, you know, or God answering their prayer, giving them an answer to the ailment or whatever they're going through. I always we see God's hand in some way. But 
there are those times it just don't make sense. So why does God say, surely I will deliver you? I looked up the word noisome, and it means destructive, calamitous, or evil. And then again, you look at the snare of the fowler. What's the snare? Those are those traps that Satan sets for us. So these are things that aren't from God's hand necessarily. They're the plans of the enemy against us. And again, we know God's already in our tomorrows and he's preparing a way for us. There's a snare there. We might even land in that snare by golly, but God will deliver us when we call on him. But there's another aspect to healing that's a little more difficult at times to understand. Because the Bible's very clear that God heals. And if you're like me, you know and you've seen him heal. But it's also foolish to assume everyone's healed every time of everything. Adam and Eve ate the fruit. And God said, the day you eat of it, you will die. Our fleshly bodies begin deteriorating. And there's no human that is going to escape that deterioration. But the key here is that we don't need to fear it. Just like David said in Psalm 23, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Chuck Smith uh, founded the Cavern Chapels, and he told a story once about how a man showed up at his door for counseling and asked if Chuck would sit with him in his car so he could have some privacy. And Chuck obliged him. As he began to share his story in the car, he also pulled out a gun and he held it to Chuck Smith's head. Pastor Chuck Smith says he just continued on talking with the man about what he was going through, counseling him like he would have. He wasn't holding a gun to his head. Then the man put the gun down and said, I wanted to see if you believe what you preach. And you do. Chuck Smith actually explained that as he was looking down the barrel of that gun, he wasn't afraid of all. He knew he had an eternal home. And so I think a big part of fear, of facing those noisy pestilences, is knowing that there is nothing, nothing that can be thrown at us that has not already been overcome. Death, where is your sting? Death is just a door to a new beginning. That's why Daniel's friends were facing a fiery furnace, and they said, our God is able to deliver us, right? We know he's able, but even if he doesn't, we will not serve your gods. Doesn't matter. I'm going to trust God no matter what. Where else would I go, you know? John Wesley told about a time that he was on board a ship for the Georgia colony early in the 1736. A vicious storm pulled up and the sail was broken and the ship was flooding and everybody was terrified and screaming out. And yet here were these people, the Moravians, a Christian sect from Germany who were being persecuted. And there they were singing and at peace. He said, how can you feel so at peace? Aren't you afraid to die? They answered him and said, We die daily. 
And that's what it's about. That daily we recognize our life isn't ours. It's God's. It's surrendered to Him. We trust that what He does is good and right. And if that means our death is what's going to bring Him glory, even if it doesn't make sense to us, then even that is laid down at His feet. And it's not because I don't believe God heals. I absolutely believe God heals. But when we're going through those trying times, shelter in place with God. He will speak to you in the quiet of your heart. He will give you the verse you need for each situation. Just let Him be God. You know that Babylon B article I mentioned at the beginning? This is another line from it. We have absolutely no control over the guy, meaning God, said CDC spokesman Jim Wells, which is extremely frustrating. We want to remind you, though, that you are not God, so please stay put in small groups. (laughs) Do all you can. Then after you've done all, stand. God has gone before you. He is taking care of your tomorrow. He's arranging tomorrow on your behalf. Okay, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if you're memorizing Psalm 91, what you've been gleaning from it, What helps you find peace in these crazy days? If you have any more thoughts about healing, love to hear those as well. I believe there's a place uh, here on Anchor that you can leave a message. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow.